Welcome back to Drama Tea with the girl Nikki, where we sip on our tea and spill it about the dramas that leave us wanting more. I'm talking about everything drama from Korean to Taiwanese and everything in between. If you missed part one of our 2021 drama roundup, I suggest pressing that back button and checking that out before you continue. But if you're a rebel and you want to keep listening on, now we are down to the good stuff. Our top five dramas of the year. Yes. Okay. So the way we'll do it, since five dramas is a lot. We'll each mention one, um, and if the if the if a person has that same, so like Robin will go, Hippie will go, and I will go. If one of us mentions, you know, if Robin has one that either Hippie or I have, we'll just jump in on that, and then that's how we'll do it. So, so we're gonna go of our top five, but we're gonna go in turn. Yes. So, no. Like we'll go one, and then two. We'll basically go around again. So first, Robin, tell us your one of them. Okay, so I'm going to start with my number one, which you all already know. <laughs> it, it needs no introduction, but it was Youth of May. I Okay, so I'm going to say that I'm not someone who cries at books. I don't cry at movies. I don't cry at TV shows. I am not one of those people. In fact, if I see you crying... I'm going to laugh at you. That is just who I am. Although I will say the exception to this is Steel Magnolias, but that only elicited a few tears. Youth of May. My God, I was a blubbering mess for this one. Um, I think it was the storyline as a whole. It was the fact that knowing that even though the characters were fiction and that the story that they were involved in was fiction, but it takes place during an actual historical event and knowing that a lot of people lost their lives during this event, you know, it was during the Guangzhou uprising of the early eighties, but I think it was just every actor from the lead actors to the secondary, to the kid actors, everything. It like, it checked off so many boxes and just the fact that it take took someone who doesn't cry at books or movies and made me a blubbering mess. And like I said, I think the story was just one of the best of the year. The acting was on point. It wasn't ne- it wasn't just the romance that was in it. It was everything. It just it was it was just the best all around story for me. Other than the fact that it made me a blubbering idiot. That's how you know it was good. And that is why I keep pimping it hard. <laughs> Because I don't talk, like, I will say, I will recommend shows to people. I will be like, hey, I think you might like this. But this is one, like, I really feel should be watched, especially if you're a crier. (laughs) So that was my first one. Okay, so my first one, regardless of what Nikki said earlier, is Hospital Playlist. (laughs) Um, Both seasons, um, because it's... I think what Netflix is trying to do is is make it so that they can almost do like American shows where you have multiple seasons, unlike a lot of the Asian dramas where it is only one season um, and it you know wraps up. Um, I do have to say there were times where I did skip through the music, um, the playing, um, just because um, not that I didn't like the songs, but it just it filled up time that i i like nikki said before was a little unnecessary i had to be careful though there were some parts where it would have like clips of like scenes in between the singing so i had to you know be careful i didn't skip over those cuz that helped with the storyline but just the the characters and the actors and actresses played so well and the fact that you had a group of friends and it wasn't like there was kind of like, you know, three girls and a guy or three three girls and two boys, you know, three boys and two girls. It was, you know, four guys and one girl. 
And it was just so wholesome. Yes, they had the drama. Yes, they had, you know, you had your feels where you're up and you're down and you laughed and you cried and, you know, you felt things. But it was just, it was so nice that there was a little bit of the drama, but not enough to overtake the entire storyline and the friendships. And even though like there, there was two of them that didn't interact a lot, except for in one episode in the second season and you see their dynamic and it's the most hilarious thing in the world. And then you understand that even though they may not be the close friends in, in the group, it doesn't matter uh, because they are essentially a family, all five of them together. And, and, and to be friends for 20 years and to keep that dynamic and to not let anything, you know, get in the way of their friendship and, you know, go through all of life's milestones together and be there for each other. And it was just amazing to see. And the fact that they were older than I was. <laughs> it helped because there are so many dramas out there that we that I watch and I love, but the characters are all younger and the actors and actresses are all younger. So it's hard to relate um, to life and to be like, okay, well, even though this is a show and not things that necessarily could happen in real life, it's something that I could be like, well, this is a possibility for me. This is something that could uh, potentially happen. It gives me a little bit of hope for my own life that I don't have my shit together and neither do they. But some of them do, and they didn't at one point in time, but they worked and they figured it out, and I can too. And I just, it blew me away, and I don't know why it took me so long to watch, uh, because I literally just finished it like a week or so ago, um, and I don't know why I didn't watch it sooner. It was just amazing, and I just, I loved it so much. Aw, you're making me want to go watch it now. <laughs> yes, go, go watch it, go, so go that I can talk about too. it. <laughs> I've watched I've watched Hospital Playlist. I started the second season, but I have not finished the second season. I need to do that. Yes, you both do. <laughs> I will I will add it to the New Year's watch list. Um, uh, so my top drama this year is probably no surprise to anyone, uh, Move to Heaven. As of right now, it is the only drama this year that I've given 10 stars to. It is the only drama this year that I feel was perfect from beginning to end. There was nothing I would change about it. I felt that it dealt with the, I felt like it dealt with the topic of autism very accurately. Um, Myself living with a child who is autistic, I saw a lot of things that I deal with on a daily basis in um, Guru. And I, again, I thought that Tang Jun Sang did an amazing job at representing Guru in a way that was not a caricature. It felt very authentic. And not only that, the um, I felt that the show dealt with death and the grieving process in a way that I don't think people think about. People don't think about, oh, what's going to happen to my things when I die? And that is such a real thing, at least for me it was, having lost um, my parents and having to go through that process. I kind of wish there was a company <laughs> like that here that would do that and help you. Um, so yeah, I I just thought, I thought the cinematography was amazing. And I'm going to be honest, I know they were coming for the heartstrings with this show. Like they were very intentional about certain things that they did. And I ate it up. Um, I felt that they dealt with the topic of homosexuality in a way that was very honest to the Korean people and it didn't sugarcoat it and it didn't beautify it either. Um, so I, th I thought that was great. Um, it was just, it was just a really lovely show <laughs> and I feel like everyone should watch it. And did I cry? Yes. I cried a lot. <laughs> I cried from episode one on, but yeah, uh, it, it was just that good of a show. All right, Robin. 
what is your second top show? So my second one um, was one we all watched together, which was True Beauty. Um, this was my second one. My It was my second choice because I had major second lead syndrome. And mm-hmm. I feel like she should have been with him. If she had gotten with him, she might, that might have been number one. But no, I think, I, I, think, I think a good like 80% of us feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my second one was True Beauty because... I, in a in a very small way, I identified with being the one who was bullied because in my middle school years, like spe- just seventh and eighth grade were a very miserable time, especially seventh grade where I was picked on a lot. And so I kind of identified with her at that, except I didn't, you know, start wearing makeup and suddenly tra- change schools and suddenly I'm this pretty girl, you know. I mean, she was pretty to begin with because she's an actress. Let's Mm -hmm. just be honest here. But yeah, True Beauty was second for me because um, I really thought it was a cute story. I liked it from beginning to end. Um, The second lead, gosh, she should have been with him. They really liked liked their meet cute as children and suddenly they're destined to be together as adults. Let's get over that. Let's give the second lead a chance, man. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, that was my number two true beauty was number two for me this year um oh i have so many um but i guess my number two would be the king's affection which i had previously mentioned um i just i i find the storyline of twins monarch twins to be interesting and the whole well the whole you know way they dealt with that um i don't want to spoil it too much because it is a recent drama and uh i do want to give people a chance to watch it without spoiling it but the acting in it is just amazing the um you know the acceptance of having feelings for somebody of the same gender um was just amazing and it actually brought me back to the confusion that (laughs) Lincoln you had in coffee prints. Um, oh my god! Wait before. <laughs> so, thank you for saying that because that's what I've been calling King's Affection. It is the historical version of coffee prints. Like um, everything about this is coffee prints. Yes. But go ahead. It just um, the the acting and like the way that you you really 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 want to hate certain characters, um, and. As the show progresses, um, you start to understand them the way they, the reason why they are the way they are, um, and you hope that they have um, a kind of redeemingness, um, which I have yet to finish it. Um, like Nikki did, just you know, let me know that it has. Um, I think this week it will be officially uploaded um, to Netflix. Um, so I'll be able to finish it this week. But it just, it was one of those ones that like, I hated that I had to wait for the episodes and I would wait for the four episodes to build. So I had to wait two weeks to watch them. And every single time I would just sit there and just delve into the story and it would just nothing else mattered around i was so focused in the story it flowed um the characters just you know kind of worked and it was just it was amazing and you know it helped that some of my favorite people were in it um including some of the you know older gentlemen um that are in a lot of things um i can't i honestly can't remember um his name off of the top of my head um yeah so it's amazing it's a good watch um you also should add it to your list (laughs) um I agree I think it's a really good show but it did not crack my top five yet maybe it's because I haven't finished it but um my number two show is actually I, I thought about this for a while because I kind of went back and forth between True Beauty, so I married a Nancy fan. Um, but I think my second and hometown cha cha cha. But I think my second favorite show of this year was Falling Into Your Smile. I have not seen that one. It's a Chinese game drama. Uh, I became so obsessed with it. I Ooh, didn't even watch it fully on Vicky. I went and found it on a legal site and uh, streamed it the day it aired because i it's i'm gonna tell you right now it's not that good of a show 
it is not that good of a show. Yeah, it made your top five. Yeah, well, and, and and you know what? I think this is our first overlapping show. Okay, yay! We've we've come to an overlap, but yeah, it's not that good of a show because. But I will tell you what it's good at. It's good because the cliches and the tropes are there, but they're done well. Mm. Like. I don't need the show to be ultimately moving or this next, you know, coming of Jesus kind of show. I don't need it to be all that. If you're if you're tropey, I'll I'll take your tropey as long as it's done well. And mm-hmm. falling into your smile was done so well. It made me realize that I freaking love gaming shows i mean gaming um concepts so Mm -hmm. the show is basically about this girl gamer she breaks up with her ex and she ends up becoming a professional gamer and her ex is also a professional gamer she ends up at a different team than him it's it's so tropey and she falls in love with the to sundry kind of leader of her team they fall in love with each other it's so cute um there are cats involved I, oh my I god just... the cats are adorable <laughs> I freaking love it. and the fish the fish fish and cats like but it made me also fall in love with shukai oh shukai yes now granted i'm gonna tell you again the show was not good because cheng chow from cosmic girls was the lead she was terrible she can't act her way out of a paper bag but <laughs> shu kai made up for it oh the kisses the longing looks the stolen like once he holding. once he fell in love like it was just the most adorablest little thing in the world he, he was so clingy Ugh. like he what i look for in romantic comedies is if you're giving me that feels that my stomach is clenching my heart is like oh i just want to swoon and that's what this show did this show made me swoon so yeah that's why it makes my top five (laughs) out of out of all the rom-coms that i watched this year they all did make me swoon like i love so i married a dancy fan i loved true beauty because i agree with robin that uh uh what's his face what's his face his cute face yeah but i couldn't remember his character's name um Um, yeah well we're talking about it because on you yeah so june so june yes how could i forget his name was so june it's been so long since we watched it (laughs) but yeah it was like almost a year ago but i'm like i'm in love with park so june so but anyway, so June, like True True Beauty was great because I love Mago um, Moon Gaiyan, and So June was actually a character I really loved because I feel like I hadn't seen an actor successfully play that kind of bad boy turned good since I watched Extraordinary You and uh, Lead um, Lee J Wook Lee yeah Lee J Wook. So, because uh, they all stem from uh, Kim Woo Bin and his heirs role in my mind. But yeah, uh, Falling Into Your Smile is is one of my top five. But yeah, uh, Robin, what's your t- number three? So my number three was Light On Me, which um, Korea is kind of wading into the BL territory. They're not, a lot of their BLs are like still very chaste compared to Taiwan, compared to Thailand's BLs. And me, I like the spicier ones. I like the ones that feel, even though Thailand's BLs, a, a lot of them are school, like they're all in college, which I wish they would branch out. But okay, I'm getting off track. So, anyways, Light on Me was um, 16 episodes because lately a lot of their BLs are either like eight episodes and they're like 10 minutes long. This was 16 episodes, each at 30 minutes. And why I liked it, other than the fact that um, I thought, you know, I like the wholesomeness of it, is that it took the triangle trope. Um, so obviously your the triangle is three guys so it's the story let me look up his character name hold on a second. so we kind of have this loner kid he he never he was never interested in having any friends he kind of shunned all that 
kind of just wanted to be on his own. And then he started to realize that maybe that's not the way to go. So he speaks to his student advisor and his stu- the student advisor recommends that he join student council to, you know, make friends. So we have, hold on, I'm looking up his name. So, so the actor is Lee Seon. His character was Wu Te Wu Te Kyung. Um, and then we have Kang Kang Yu Suk, who played um, one of the twins in Startup, one of the hacker twins. Oh, did not realize this because obviously something about when they have their bank forehead cover versus when they don't somehow they look like kids with their forehead covered look like grown men when it's not <laughs> so the actor is Kang Yu Suk um, who played No Shin Woo and then we had Cho Chan Yi who played Shin Deon so they were the three in the triangle so like I said and normally with the triangle it's one person who is indecisive over two guys where in this one it's Kang Yu Suk's character No Shin Woo and Cho Chen Yi's character, Shin Deon, who um, are both interested in um, Lee Seon's character, Wu Te, Wu Te Kyung. Um, so I like that it kind of flipped the triangle in a way, which I'm not going to go into more details because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So if, and I told Nikki she should watch this because I think it's cute. Like, and I know she liked Together, which was a very wholesome Thai BL. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I like the story. Yes, it takes place in school. I really wish these shows would move away from school settings, but um, I just thought it was cute. And like, I think it was the ending for me because I, I'm not going to say who um, I thought the second lead was and who I thought the first lead was going to be. But I will say that I thought I was going to end up with major second lead syndrome and I was going to be very upset about that but I didn't it gave me the ending that I wanted and that it deserved okay that's good I like when dramas don't leave you with lingering feelings like that but I would recommend it not quite like the way I pimp out youth of may once again (laughs) (laughs) but I would recommend it if you want something light fluffy and just cute um so your three dramas were um true beauty youth of may and light on me yeah light on me so okay. aren't we doing we're no doing we're doing five, five. Right? no i'm because i'm wow. gonna i'm gonna skip hippie since our we already talked about falling falling into your but, smile that was that was actually my fifth one. Oh, okay that's my number five so i was gonna skip over my five and do my sixth one because i had six <laughs> Okay, so you're sick. Well, I'll do my third. Okay. <laughs> Which, so my third is actually, it may be on your list as well, is um, my roommate is a gumi- g- gumio. No, that one did not make my list. It didn't make my list either. Oh. I liked well, it. I liked it a lot, but it, it, it didn't. Um, it didn't. I, I'm a sucker for the shows and even with like american shows for the no for the supernatural in a sense of uh people being animals (laughs) um i love teen wolf i love werewolf movies um korean odyssey uh korean odyssey um uh, my girlfriend is a gumio i I you know nine, I love um tale yeah. of nine tales. That's my fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> um so um yeah, my roommate is a, a Gumio is um I I loved I love the fact that they lived together and that there was that kind of like awkwardness of of living together yet it was okay for them. Like it wasn't like something blown like into a big 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 proportions yes they you know she was like can't tell anybody where i'm living but like i mean for a lot of us as americans cohabiting you know with you know friends or strangers it's it's something normal in our lives and so this kind of they almost made it like normalized except for you know he's you know an almost thousand year old you know fox and 
um, you know, he's awkward, <laughs> but it's adorable. And, you know, their relationship and, you know, even though, you know, he's this as you see, and, you know, older, and it just, I love their dynamic. Um, I loved, you know, the fact that even though he was like, trying to erase himself and his world from her, she still held on to it and was able to keep it. But also know that he did it kind of for her, um, in a way, um, and fake it that she forgot um until she couldn't handle it anymore <laughs> but i i just i loved i loved it <laughs> um i loved that you know the aspect of it the flashbacks the relationship between um him and um Hayson, who was not really a the, second the male lead in the sense of in the love triangle, but that, you know, she was there and supportive and cared and had her own love story and awkwardness oh. of being a human, but was a Fox and that whole, you know, situation and everything. And it just, um, it was great. And, um, it just, I, I, I loved it. <laughs> her storyline was so cute. I, I adored it. I, I would watch, I would literally see if they did a prequel yeah. to this, I, I would love to see her story and, you know, her going through, you know, trying to turn human and the things that she went through. We saw glimpses of it and, you know, and yes, it, it looked very heartbreaking and stuff, but I want, I want to see that. And I want to see more so of what was, you know, in the past, um, mm -hmm. not necessarily current time. Um, mm -hmm. But like what it was like to go through, you know, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, you know, yeah. all those eras um, and, and just, you know, see, see that. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, that was a good one. I, I really like that one. Now I feel bad because uh, my last three shows, well, one is a romantic comedy, I guess. Um, but yeah, my next uh, favorite of this year is another one I've already discussed is Racket Boys. Um, I loved Racket Boys because it was so freaking wholesome. Like, not wholesome in the way that it was overly sweet or something like that. It just felt good. It was a good sports drama. I'm like, who thinks that a show about badminton is going to be, like, interesting? But it actually really was. I loved how all the kids, because everyone, even though I think the actors were all kind of 18, between that 18 and 20 range, all the actors kind of held their own on screen. And I think what drew me to the show the most was their dynamic together. Um, I, I think it's just a really good show. Um, Netflix really came through this year with the dramas. Um, but yeah, Racket Boys is is probably one that I don't think I would watch it again. But at the same time, I feel like I would. I, f I feel like I would watch any of um, my top shows again. Um, but yeah, um, it was funny. Like I literally sat there and laughed my ass off at parts. And um. I, it, was just, it was just fun to see teenagers being teenagers. They fell in love. They they dealt with peer pressure. Was there bullying? Barely any bullying. But, like, just they dealt with expectations of being an athlete and still trying to be a kid. They were obsessed with their phones. I was just like, this is relatable and sweet, and I just love it. I would so be down for, like, a season two of this show. But yeah, that's my that's my third favorite. Robin, what's your fourth? So my fourth, and I I, bleh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, no, my fourth was Love Struck in the City <gasps> with Jing Jing Wook because I love him. Um, but I actually liked it because it felt it almost felt like I don't know. I 
I like seeing him in a slightly more dramatic role, even though his character was pretty over the top obsessed with this girl. And yes, that kind of got he old. He needed his ass smacked in the face. He did. Yeah, he really did. But I, what I like, again, I'm not trying to say that I need constant spice in my shows. But if you watch enough Korean dramas, you they have a certain formula, which is the long gazes, the hand-holding, just the kissing. It was nice to see adult characters acting like adults. So in the beginning, when he meets this girl on vacation and they sleep together almost immediately, I'm like, okay, they're adults acting on their attraction to one another. You know, that's what I liked. I liked you know, seeing adults acting like adults and not being like, you know, like in earlier dramas where the guy goes in to kiss the woman in her eye, her body is stiff, her eyes are wide open, her arms are at her side. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you like this guy, but yet you're acting like you're scared of him. <laughs> so I like to see, you know, adults acting like adults. And then I also like the secondary characters, which was like, well, the secondary characters were mostly her group of friends and his cousin. Tim um, But I liked everybody's story. And then of course you had Minho's um, cameo at in the very last episode, which I wish this would get picked up for a second season and focus on Minho's character. Oh, with that little girl. Yeah. I yeah. Like, I say little girl. She's not a child. <laughs> I mean, the young, no, yeah, she's the young model, but I like Minho and yeah. I, but I like Chi Jang Wook. Um, God, I can never remember the actress's name because she's been in air. She was in Fight My oh, Way. Um, Fight um, 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 Because I remember I hated her in airs. And then I realized I liked her in other stuff. So then it changed my opinion of her. She was in Fight Fight My Way. Fight yeah, I'm looking her up now. I'm looking her up now. Like, I, I just, know her name. Kim Ji Wong. Kim Ji Wong. Kim Ji Wong. Yes. Everybody, all the leads in Love Struck in the City were like really good. Like Su Ju Yun actually became one of my favorite actresses from watching this, Um, even though I did not watch a Love So Beautiful Korean version because trash. Um, Agree. (laughs) But uh, it was nice to see. um, I know we've gone past the whole actors thing but rue kyung su has yes, really yes, been doing absolutely. his damn thing especially since like it's a <laughs> like yeah that like et he played that you know guy that he was it wasn't he a prison friend of park so june's character yeah and he became like his his right hand <laughs> man yeah yeah and then he was in hell. and so then he comes and then he's in this drama which is a total like 180 from his character in et1 yeah and he's like an he he likes to write he's you know oh if you want to see him do another 180 watch him in hellbound oh, he's in hellbound yeah okay so i'm gonna have to watch that because i like him yeah but yeah no love struck in the city i can see why that would be one of your favorites it was really good a lot of people didn't like it um which i could see also um because g jang wook's character was a like you said over the top but but like i also understood like his he behavior full, even, he was a full-on alcoholic but... he was he was but like i'm saying like i could understand why he was upset at her like right like you lied to me like why you know and i understand why she did it she was you know, nursing a very bad breakup and she wanted to be somebody different. She, this guy she was with before, like wrecked her self-esteem. And so she didn't think she was worth anything. So she took on this different persona and she didn't think she was going to run into him again. And he legitimately fell for her. Now, I think he, like I said, he, oh my God, his behavior, like for a show, I didn't mind it. If it was real, I'd be like, dude, you need to chill. But, you know, I ended up liking them. I mean, I wish she would have just told him the truth sooner and given him a chance. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it because it aired earlier this year. You know, they eventually get together at the end. But I just wish that she had been more honest with her friends, that she had been honest with him. Let him find out if, you know, 
does he like you for you? You know? Yeah, I felt like she lied way too long. Like, I get her ex-boyfriend, like, did a number on her and made her feel like she wasn't worth anything. But, like, you couldn't tell your friends sooner. You couldn't. And then once you got back to the city and you realized that you ran into this guy again, you couldn't just tell him. Like, let him figure out if, you know, he, he wants, wants to, to be with you. Right. Uh, hippie, what you okay. got? Uh, so my number four is is Tailed of, of the Nine-Tailed. Um, because, you know, uh, Lee Don Wook is just amazing and he just sucks you in no matter what role he plays. Um, I did feel like watch, watching it, even though I really enjoyed it, I felt like it was a mixture of Goblin and a Korean Odyssey. Um, that it was just another <clears throat> kind of supernatural type movie, but the lead was a fox instead of, you know, a deity or um, a goblin. So, like, you know, it, it kind of had the same, uh, I don't know, not really same storyline, but same kind of feel to it as the others do. But, you know, it just, again, he's a fox and he, you know, is an awkward human. And, you know, figuring out and, you know, connecting with a human and figuring out, you know, how to stay with that person that he is like love. Um, that kind of, you know, it's just, I love it, <laughs> I guess. Um, <clears throat> that, you know, I want to meet my supernatural fox. <laughs> so we know what your ultimate type is. Yes. Furry with nine tails. <laughs> <laughs> But not a furry. <laughs> no, that's a whole different conversation. Yes. That's not meant for this. No. No. <laughs> Unless. But no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I never finished it. But for what I did see, I did like. But I didn't finish. Oh, my fourth show would have to be a prison playbook. Again, another show that I feel... A lot of people need to see. It's made by the same people who did like hospital playlists and stuff like that. And it had some of the same people in it from the other shows. From, um, from uh, I know a lot of people uh, guest star between the shows. But who would have thought that a show about prisoners would be one of the most heartwarming <laughs> shows ever? <laughs> Um, I will say I did initially have problems with this show as I watched it because Park Hae-soo, who blew up recently because of Squid Game, is the lead and he's playing his basketball player. No, he's not. He's playing a baseball player <laughs> who um, accidentally kills a man. Well, I don't think it's actually accidentally. He beats a man to death because that man he caught that man trying to rape his sister. So valid. I, I can see definitely valid. Right. Valid. Um, but that wasn't even my problem with him in the show. The problem I had was he had a relationship with Crystal, who was from Ayers and FX and stuff. Um, who there's a huge age gap between their characters. Like he was like a teenager when she was a little girl and they were like, she was the daughter of his baseball coach when he was in high school. Um, and I just found that weird. Like it bothered me for a very long time until I just eventually got over it and I realized, oh, this show is like amazing. And that's not yeah, the point. The whole, whole older person watching the younger girl kind of grow up until she's of age and then being right. like, oh, I want to have a romantic relationship with this person. It's kind of weird. It is. It is. It's a hard thing. Well, I mean, is that how it was portrayed? Because, I mean, I can see how that would be weird. But if it's just somebody that you've known. Yeah. And they just happen to grow up and it's like, oh, wow. You know, and then they reconnect and get together. I don't, I think that's less weird. So they were close throughout their lives. Um, And he's, he's, okay. So I think I love this show because it really fell into my, one of my favorite character tropes which is the himbo. Park Hae-soo played the perfect himbo. Like this guy is like all athletically fit and he's sweet and all this stuff, but he's the dumb as a 
bag of rock. Like he is so simple, <laughs> but it was cute to watch. And I loved, I love an ensemble show. And this, this was definitely an ensemble show. Every, his whole cellmates kind of thing. They all, everybody had their role, even the prison guards and his best friend being a prison guard and them trying not to tell people that they're best friends. And it was just a really good show. I recommend it to anyone who's not seen it yet, but I feel like it was huge back when I was looking to see when it came out and the fact that it came out in 2017, I was like, the fuck? (laughs) I feel like it's a show that does not feel dated, even though it's like four years old now. See, I started watching that one, but I haven't. I need to go back and rewatch it. You need to. It's so good. Um, It's definitely a show I would rewatch. Again, there are so many actors that you would notice that have like guest bits in it and who are like side characters and stuff. But my favorite character actually is uh, uh, Looney. Um, who plays uh, Parquet Sue's uh, cellmate, who actually he is a gay drug addict. His story was so sad, but funny. And he, he just, he was just really good at it. So yeah, prison, prison, prison guard, what is it? Prison playbook. <laughs> prison playbook um, was a, a good one for me. Apparently this year was me watching sports related dramas. <laughs> So yeah. Robin, what's your last drama of the year? Okay, so I do have a last drama, but I also have a couple of honorable mentions that I'm going to give a couple, a shout out to after I get through my last one. So mm-hmm. my last one was Yumi Cells. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was very cute. I liked both leads. Obviously, I mentioned both of them in my actors and actresses who stood out. Um, I also... Plus the addition of Jin Young, Min Ho, it was in this. I just, I don't know, like... I. <laughs> I can't just like narrow down to why I why I liked it other than I just like the chemistry between the cast. I like that it's continuing for a second season because I, I think it's what based on the webtoon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's based off webtoon. So I mean, it was just a like a nice pleasant drama, and I just I don't know. I like the animation with it. I like the cells because you it's like oh yeah, maybe that's what goes on inside of us. You know, when we're you know conflicted about things in life whether it's a romance whether it's work whether it's friendship you know maybe we all have those little cells in us that are you know dictating you know our responses whether it's you know like you had the love cell you had your you know you had your hunger cell you had all these different cells that you know controlled the action so it's like well maybe we have all we all have these little cells that control our control our actions um but my honorable mentions go to The Devil Judge, which I know Nikki said you would never watch because it wasn't your thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I liked it. I like these kind of dystopian type shows. And again, it was another Gene Young show. I absolutely loved him. And I think he's going, I think if, even if Got7 never gets back together, which I hope they do. Which they are. You know, They're working point. on an album. Yay. I don't think I heard that. Where have I been? Probably up Monster X's ass lately. <laughs> um, but no, I think Jin Young has a very, very like bright future in acting. Um, if they ever decide to retire Got Seven for good, he, I think he's one of those that will definitely, you know, have bigger and be- brighter things on the acting horizon. And then my other honorable mention was to Nevertheless. Um, a lot of people didn't like the, didn't like how it ended up um, between Song Kang and Han So Hee, um, but I don't know. I liked it. It wasn't, you know, like it was kind of slow paced. It wasn't very action filled, and people thought Han So Hee's character was stupid for her putting up with his his bullshit, but. I thought it was very realistic and I could identify with, you know, the battle between your head and your heart. Like, you know, he's not good for you, but yet, you know, he's got to, you know, he's good in bed, <laughs> you know? So, so those, those, Yumi Cells um, rounds up my top five with my honorable mentions going to the devil judge and nevertheless. That's a good, that's a good five. Uh, Hippie, what's your last show of the year? Okay, so my last show um, <clears throat> was actually Falling Into Your Smile, but we already discussed it. So I will go to my sixth one, uh, which was The Uncanny Counter. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, it's 
it surprised me. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. Um, I read the synopsis and I was like, okay, you know, sounds interesting. Um, but the, the, the acting just blew me away. Um, he started crying. I cried. Um, he was having a good day and it just, it made me smile. Um, the, the up and the down and of course you know something happened to him as a child so it you know affects him later on as a young adult and it just um the whole idea that there's you know um people out there that are you know capturing the evil spirits to make you know our lives as a normal human being better um and safer it's just um i love that and again a supernatural show. Um, I, I have a theme, um, but I really, really enjoyed it. I liked, you know, learning about the other um, actors' backstories, and it didn't take over too much of the main storyline. Everything flowed together. Um, it didn't feel like I was having too many storylines all at once. It just it flowed, and um, again, the older actor. Um, and so Quan, I love him in everything. He is just, he's an amazing, yeah. um, I just, uh, he's just a great actor. I'm so, you know, thankful that, um, everything that I've seen him in has just been amazing and that, you know, he continues to act and, and be amazing. Um, and then I have two honorable mentions that are actually movies, um, the first one um, is Over Again. Um, it is a uh, Chinese movie. Um, very fast-paced, um, best friends, and t- they time travel um, in a phone booth. As weird as that is. Oh, what a concept. That, uh, right. Is this like Chinese Doctor Who? <laughs> or I, was, I was about to say, um, what's that, hot sub time machine? Yeah. Um, no, it, but it's just... Um, and uh i mean it's you know two friends that are trying to save uh their third friend um because you know there's there's a lot of theme of depression and suicide and you know anxiety and everything that comes with being a teenager in an asian society and being pushed to you know be the best and get the best grades and you know not you know do be a teenager essentially they want you to grow up as fast as you can uh the best that you can um so you know these these three kids it just i at the end of the movie i was just blown by what i just watched it was so amazing and it just drug me in uh and then my second honorable mention is a movie called crazy romance it's also um has the title of the most ordinary romance um, older adults, um, the male lead gets drunk and texts and calls his coworkers and not appropriate things. And uh, it's just hilarious. And then a new coworker um, who, you know, kind of gets roped into his um, his his life and, you know, he contacts her when he's drunk. And it's just it's so funny. And it's just it's because it is older adults again like i mentioned before it just you know they're older than me they have they don't have their lives together but you know they're getting their lives together and it makes me feel okay with you know what i have in my life right now and um it was it was just a good nice not really drama drama um but a nice movie to watch um so yeah uh crazy romance and uh one over again are my two honorable mentions on top of my uh, last uh, uncanny counter. Yay! Um, I guess that's my turn. Uh, my last favorite drama of the year is probably a surprising one for me, which is uh, Mad for Each Other. Um, it's on Netflix. It was a short drama. I think it was only 13 episodes and it's only about 35 minutes each. Uh, it was a show I was not expecting to like. I started the first episode and I was like, what is this craziness? And that craziness actually turned into a really sweet, touching drama about the human psyche, kind of. Um, 
it's about these two characters who are dealing with mental issues and PTSD and anger issues and things like that. And they go to a psychiatrist and they happen to be seeing the same psychiatrist and they happen to also be neighbors. And it's a, it's a, at the, at the base of things, it's a very simple enemies to lovers story. But once you start to unwrap it, you really see how these people are having these psychological and mental issues and willingly going to go get help. Granted, our male lead is a police officer who was forced to go to anger management and such, but he realized that he had a problem. And then our female lead was dealing with a lot of things because she was um, assaulted by a man that she was seeing who happened to be in a relationship. So there's just a lot of layers here. It was like a sweet little onion that made you cry. Um, but I also liked about the show was that it showcased people in a way of rallying around your village in a sense. And also what I liked is that people, once they realized they were wrong about something, they were willing to change it. So there was a scene where there was a, I don't want to call him transgender because he wasn't, he we'll call him crossdresser. He was a crossdresser. He lived in the building that everybody lives in. And um, the Ajumas saw him because they were on neighborhood patrol and they like, you know, went after him and all their stuff and realized, you know, oh my God, you're dressed up as a woman, blah, 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 blah. And the cops like, yo, just leave this alone. He's not who we're looking for. And they were so mean to him. And then later on, they realized their mistake. And I really liked that. Um, and I loved the friendships that he ended up getting with the part-timer who worked at the convenience store. It's, it was such a good show. I'm, I'm probably not talking about it in, in the most eloqu- eloquent of ways, but it was a really good show. Also, it showed adults who were really attracted to each other. It was, they had one of my favorite like kissing scenes. I, I watched that over and over it was it was really good, um, but yeah, that was that was one of my that was my fifth favorite show of the year. And I guess um, if we're saying honorable mentions, I will definitely say Where the Stars Land, which I had mentioned before, um, with Lee Jae Hoon, and I also would um, give an honorable mention to So I Married a Nancy fan. Um, I had watched the the Chinese movie like way early when I first started watching dramas. So to see it actually come to fruition in a drama was really nice. And um, I thought Taejun did really good. He was such a dick, um, but he's an idol. I would definitely stand. <laughs> um, and I I will I like that honorable mention because that also um, Chen Sung basically wrecked my Taekyeon. <laughs> bias of 2 p.m. I'm like, where did Chen Sung come from? Oh, hi. <laughs> See, I I I was already on the Chen Sung um bus, I guess. <laughs> from uh what's that show? What's happening? What's wrong with Secretary Kim? Ah, good show. <laughs> yeah. But uh he was also it was nice to see Chen Sung's be a villain and I like that he actually stayed a villain throughout the whole show yeah he had just like a slight redemption at the end but he was full on villain and I was okay with it uh and I thought Soo Young did really well um this was my first time seeing her as an actress I believe so it was nice to see her and she also was in um Move to Heaven which I wish she was in it more but she was also in Run On, which was yeah. one I watched earlier this year. So Ru- I saw Run On first, and then So I Married. So I married an anti yeah. anti fan. Yeah. So that's my honorable mentions. Um, okay, so the last two we're kind of just gonna like boom, boom, boom through, and I just want to know what uh what show what show or shows are you taking with you in the new year you don't have to like go into it but just kind of say oh i'm i'm still watching x y and z i i'm i haven't been keeping up with korean dramas the last few weeks just um 
just because I've been taking some medication and it's just had me in a fog. So I've been just kind of rewatching English language stuff because I just need to zone out stuff. But um, I'm not taking anything, but what I'm looking forward to, and I think it's already just premiered. Um, I'll say that I'm anticipating Bad and Crazy for 2022. Um, and then Yumi sells um, second season for 2022. Okay. Uh, Hippie. Okay. So um, I'm bringing two shows. Um, The first one is Young Lady and a Gentleman. Uh, It's supposed to have 50 episodes. Um, Yeah. Um, And uh, it currently, um, I think I'm pretty much caught up. Currently, there's 18 episodes. So we've got a far, we've got a long way to go. It says it's supposed to go to March 13th, 2022. It's, it's, It's adorably cute. Age gap between an older guy and a younger girl, but in her 20s. Um, so it's not, you know, really as awkward. But yes, they do meet when they were when she was younger. And it's mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. Um, and then the other one um, that I am bringing with me into 2022 um, is one that Nikki and I are watching called Let Me Be Your Night with June. Um, I am loving, loving the soundtrack. Um, the fact that the company, the network um, is uh, cooperating with a agency, Big Ocean, and actually producing an album for the band from the show, which uh, I will be acquiring. Um, they've like released merch. It's it's amazing. They are even though they are idols from other groups, um, actors from that aren't idols. They have created a band and they are amazing. The songs are amazing. Um, you can find them on streaming networks. It's, uh, I love it. Um, show I'm most looking forward to is actually called tomorrow, uh, with Rowan. I am looking forward to that. It's, it's kind of a supernatural one. So, so yeah, <laughs> again, with the grin rapers and, and, you know, supernatural beings gotta love it like hippie said i will also be bringing in uh let me be your night which we've been actually really enjoying i'm also going to bring in the new year probably uh bad and crazy as well because that is premiering i think it premiered this week or next week um i'm also going to be probably bringing in silent sea mr gung Yu is back in a drama i understand that it's not a romantic drama i'm okay with that as long as I'm seeing him more than the two seconds that he was in Squid Game. And the shows I'm mostly anticipating. Oh, and I'll probably be bringing in Happiness, which I've been meaning to start. And now that it's fully over, I'm like, okay, I can start it now. Um, Mr. Park Young Chick's return after his military service. So I'm anticipating starting that within the next week or so. I'm just trying to get, uh, trying to hit bingo on my blog's <laughs> drama bingo. So I've been watching a lot of uh, web dramas recently. But um, shows I'm anticipating for 2022. Uh, Yumi Cells season two because it's the adult inside out. So I'm here for it. I'm also anticipating this show called Return, which unfortunately is done by the sisters who did goblin and korean odyssey and hotel de luna and all their stuff and even though i want to fight them because i hate the way the hong sisters end shows they unfortunately uh oh wait no they did not do goblin they did korean odyssey hotel de luna master sun and the greatest love yeah i've seen a lot of their stuff um but Mr. Lee J. Wook is in it and Jung So Min and Huang Hyung Min from Newest. So this will be one of my most anticipated shows for 2022. Um, and I'm also looking forward to a big mistake. No, the best mistake season three. I just started the best mistake web drama um, and a bunch of idols are in season three. So I'm anticipating that. So that is it for 2022 we've made it but i want to thank you guys for indulging me with this roundup of 2021 thank you for having us yeah um hopefully i will have you both in the near future as i revitalize this podcast and actually do the work (laughs) (laughs) 
and get some episodes out for them for our listeners um i hope you all stuck with us and listened all the way through thank and if you did thank you yes thank Uh, you we we are very long-winded because we are very passionate right very much so i mean to be honest, I'm surprised that we kept on track as well as we did. We could have gone, we could have gone on so many tangents. Right. But we had, we, we reeled it in for you all. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Please don't forget to hit that follow and subscribe button. Or if you're listening on Apple Music, give us those stars, just like your favorite Uber driver. Uh, if you want to see more, or if you have any suggestions on what we should watch or talk about, you can contact us or the rest of the connected family. If you are a K-pop fan, we also have a K-pop connected podcasts on all the social medias. If you want to talk to us on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, you can find us there at connected ENT. So that's K-O-N-N-E-C-T-D-E-N-T. Um, if you want to join in or any of our discussions, we have a Discord that you can find through our Twitter. We have a bunch of fun there. And I hope to hear and see a f- bunch of you in the next year. So I hope you all have a happy holidays and a happy new year. So until next time, Annyeong. Bye. Bye. Bye.